If you're looking for a way to help birds or take your support to the next level, this May, I would love for you to join the Birds Canada Birdathon. It's easy to participate in and helps raise thousands of dollars for bird conservation. Learn more at birdscanada.org slash birdathon. Now let's get to the episode. This is The Warblers, a Birds Canada podcast. Hello Warblers, during our previous episode we explored the use of artificial intelligence to identify bird calls through Merlin Bird app. By now, you might have tested the app, or are like me, addicted to it. You might have many questions. What do I do if Merlin gets the bird wrong, for example? Or can it identify 20 species calling at the same time during the spring? Maybe you're asking if it if the sound ID is enough to report a species? That's a super valid question. If it's a new bird for me, should I report it or shouldn't I? Also, how can I get better recordings? On this minisode, we asked through all these burning questions and we asked all the soundest scenarios we might run into. You see a bird, you hear it sing, you ID it and Merlin gets it wrong. What so there's do. probably two scenarios. One is, you know, the bird just doesn't come up. Um, and the other option is, you know, bird, Merlin shows you a bird that, you know, is just wrong. Um, the, the best thing for now is to actually take that recording. You know, let's say it was a, a, a Northern Cardinal and the answer just did not come up. If you can export that to your computer and upload it with an eBird checklist, we now have uh, basically a new vocal type that we can add to the the model in the future um, that should help us train for that scenario. Okay, Merlin can identify multiple species at the same time, but can it tackle a dawn chorus in the tropics? It can definitely try. Um, (laughs) I would say right now, since we don't cover all the species of the tropics, um, I don't have a positive answer on that, but, you know, as long as, you know, there's uh, some, some separation of the the calls and notes, I think uh, Merlin could get a pretty good idea of everything that's singing, especially if you leave it running for a couple minutes. You know, it might not get that that first chip note of a, of a bird, um, but, you know, after a couple of phrases or something like that, I would expect that it can get most of the species that are singing. Is sound ID enough for reporting a species? If it's a new bird for me and it's a new song, I have no verification. What should I do? So expert birders, you know, people that have a lot of experience identified birds by sound are constantly reporting birds just by sound. Um, so the the calls and songs are definitely enough, you know, provided the expertise. If it's a new bird for you and it's a song that, you know, you don't have verification, you know, I, I would encourage you to, you know, make sure you're going through all of the, all of the recordings in Merlin to see if, if it actually is a good match. And then even more importantly, if you can track down that bird and watch it sing, at least for me, that's the greatest way that I've found to learn that, that bird song, um, actually being able to, to watch it uh, vocalize. Okay, I use Merlin. It identifies a bird and gives me options, including this is my bird and report no matches. How should I use these options? Merlin gives me options and and also matches and no matches. Ideally, what do you want people to do with those options? Yeah, so the the this is my bird button 
Um, you can use that when you've confidently identified a bird and that will actually walk you through the steps of adding it to your own personal life list. So if you're, you know, uh, just starting out, you know, you can start building your life list of birds you've seen. If you're already an eBird user, you'll actually have the option to uh, link it up with eBird. And um, when you tap that button, it'll open the eBird app and you can, you know, if you identify the rose-breasted grosbeak, it'll pop open rose-breasted grosbeak so you can add it um, right away. The report no matches uh, button is uh, super useful for us um, in understanding, you know, how often are um, how often is Merlin just not finding the bird that you're trying to record? Um, and so if you know you if you're recording a bird and Merlin's just not giving you anything, or the things that it's giving you are wrong, um, tap that no report no matches button. Oh, you can man. also, like I said, upload the the eBird or upload the media to an eBird checklist um, to give us that data, um, but that's optional. I never hit the report no matches button. I'm going to start doing it now, Drew. I'm going to start doing it now. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's super helpful just for understanding how how you're experiencing that and and getting a sense for you know how well the. So the I'm offline working. and record a sound. Will Merlin need my location? So Merlin works really well offline um, in certain scenarios. It does a good job of, you know, if, you, if you're if you birding um, and you set your location to, you know, let's say Toronto, um, if you're later birding and you don't have internet, you can still set your location to Toronto. It's saved um, all the likely birds for that area. Um, however, sometimes you're offline in a new area, area and Merlin will actually tell you, you know, could not uh, download the likely birds list for this region. Um, and so at that point, you know, Merlin can still identify what it thinks are in that recording. So you'll get a list of birds as you're recording. Um, however, it's not filtering it to the birds that are, you know, actually found in your area using that eBird data. So, you know, you, you want to take it with a little bit more grain of salt when you're looking through that. Make sure you're, you know, reading the description and looking at the map to make sure that the bird occurs in your area. Um, and when you're back on internet, you can actually set the location um, to download that uh, likely list from eBird and get those updated matches. Okay, I am in Costa Rica or India and want to use it. Can I trust it? <laughs> so it's going to be super, sound ID will be super limited in Costa Rica or India right now. You know, if you're, if you want to record a house sparrow or a starling or, you know, in the winter in Costa Rica, there'll be a pretty good number of uh, neotropical migrants that will be around. Um, and so it might be identifying a subset of the birds, but it's definitely not going to be um, at this point identifying all of the birds. Um, so I would, I would be pretty reluctant to, you know, rely on sound ID in either Costa Rica I, or India for now. I can imagine. But you can use it to record the birds. <laughs> I can imagine a birder in India just trying it out, see what's happened, and then boom, Northern Cardinal going like, oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, definitely, I've definitely seen that happen sometimes. If people are using it offline, they'll, they'll get something super crazy and be like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so um, be careful. But, yeah, so, we, yeah, be, be very careful when you're outside of – uh, U.S. and Canada. The app will actually tell you that Sound ID is not supported for your region. Um, so there will be a message um, that basically, you know, not all birds in your region are covered. Um, 
which will update obviously once we are able to add Costa Rica or India um, to Sound ID. And I'm, I'm super excited about adding both of those because we have really good representation of audio from from both Costa Rica and India. I know, and I know. Tropics That's why I've are, been using I've been using yeah. those examples. I know things are growing in Costa Rica. Things are growing a lot in India. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's really cool uh, recordist communities and. In both of those regions. Okay. I've been using Merlin ID and I get addicted to it, like super addicted. And I want to improve my recordings. How can I improve them? So the, the simplest way to re- improve your recordings is you can get um, a mic that plugs directly into your phone, right? So it, there's, um, you know, $100 shotgun microphones that um, basically cancel out the audio that kind of are coming from the side. So you can point it at the bird that you're interested in um, and it will cancel out, you know, to some extent, all the other birds that are singing. Um, and so that's a really good way of, you know, focusing on one bird. It, uh, you know, boosts the, the signal for that one one bird that's singing and you can get better recordings. Um, and I've actually been doing that a lot. I think it's it's fun and it does improve how well Sound ID works because you can, you know, really focus on one bird. Um, if you're if you're really into getting um, good recordings, then you're going to want to upgrade to something beyond um, using your smartphone to record. There's you know dedicated sound recorders, and there are parabola microphones, and kind of a whole whole series of um, improvements you can make um, through those things. And you can find more information about that by uh, you know searching sound recording in the eBird help desk or mccauleylibrary.org. Drew, thank you so much for this amazing interview. I could talk to you for like three hours, but then I would have a nightmare trying to edit this down to 30 minutes. Yeah, well, thank you for letting me uh, come on and talk about one of my favorite subjects. Obviously, I could just go on and on about Merlin. Um, it's the primary thing that occupies my brain space during the, the work week and, and weekends as well. So um, thanks so much for having me on and letting me share a little bit about what we're working on. The Warblers is a podcast of Birds Canada. Our goal is to bring you the information you need to discover, enjoy, and protect birds. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Birds Canada relies on the support of donors like you. To learn more or to make a donation, visit birdscanada.org. And if you give, please note the podcast in the comment box.